Recorded live. Well, hello. This is Kimberly Valley Pierre, and you are tuning into the October 2015 Healthy Habits Q&A call. And I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me and listening to this. Um, you know, today's talk is going to be a little bit different, and we're going to dig into a uh, devotional by Lisa Turker. So before we get started, just take a deep breath. In and a breath out, and just kind of let your shoulders fall back, and just think about if there's anywhere in your life right now that you're stuck. And it could be your marriage, it could be with your, you know, trying to eat healthy, it could be trying to exercise, it could be trying to get your kids um, through school this semester. You know, wherever it might be, um, just think about it and just kind of have it in your mind. So as we um, go through our little devotional, you can kind of think of ways that God is right there waiting to walk you through it. Um, but the devotion we're going to talk, of, I'm going to talk to you about today is in the Lisa Turkhurst Made to Crave devotional, and I'll include the link to it so that you know what I'm talking about in the wrap-up um, on the Healthy Habits page that you'll get. Um, this is pretty short and sweet, but it could be impactful depending on the way you view your circumstances. So this happens to be the lesson for day number 55 in this devotional, the 60-day devotional. So it's towards the end Um, but it's titled Turning North, and I'm going to read it to you. Turning North, you've circled this mountain long enough. Now turn north, and that's from Deuteronomy 2, verse 3. And the thought for the day on this particular day is, am I letting this mess define me or refine me? We all have messes in our lives. We've been talking about the mess we can get into when we let our eating issues get out of control, but we face other types of messes as well, financial messes, relationship messes, health messes, kid messes, home messes, business messes. Sometimes our messes are small and feel only like a slight annoyance. Other times, they're so huge, they strip the hope right out of our lives. But here's a thought to ponder right in the midst of your mess. Am I letting this mess define me or refine me? The answer to this question is crucial. If I'm letting a mess define me, I will feel hopeless. If I am letting a mess refine me, I will feel hopeful. It's time for our messes to stop defining us. It's time to embrace the refining process and turn north. If you find yourself stuck in a mess, try replacing your old self-defeating thoughts with empowering new thoughts. I call these go-to scripts, statements of biblical truth that allow the Messiah to touch our mess and turn it into a great message of hope. Consider these. One, I was made for more than to be stuck in a vicious cycle of defeat. You have circled this mountain long enough. Now turn north. That same verse out of Deuteronomy 2, verse 3. Then number two says, when I am considering a compromise, I will think past this moment and ask myself, how will I feel about this choice tomorrow morning? 
and here's your verse to combat that. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Number three is when I, when tempted, I will either remove the temptation or remove myself from the situation. And your verse is, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Therefore, my dear friends, flee. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 13b to 14a. Number four is I don't have to worry about letting God down because I was never holding him up. God's grace is sufficient. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And that's 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and 10. Number five is I have these boundaries in place, not for restrictions, but rather to define the parameters of my freedom. (laughs) I think I need that one often. (laughs) I put this in human terms because you are weak in your natural self. Just as you used to offer the parts of your body in slavery to impurity and to over-increasing wickedness, so now offer them in slavery to righteousness leading to holiness. And that's Romans 6, 19. So, you know, just take a moment and did any one of those um, stick out to you? Like I said, number five kind of sticks out for me where like we sometimes want to not operate in our boundaries, but it's so that we know where we're free to go, that we have those boundaries. Um, And then, you know, this is another one, number three, the one when tempted, I will either remove the temptation or remove myself from the situation. I mean, God really is faithful. And um, you'll notice, like, if you take a step back when you're tempted for something, God always gives you a way out. Like, if you take that pause, you'll know that it doesn't have to go down the way that um, it could go down. You can you can change and turn north. So if I, um, and then Lisa goes on to say she keeps these go-to scripts on the top of her mind so they interrupt her excuses. She says, I become accustomed to believing for too long um, that, you know, these, she just was believing the lies. So it says, let some version of these statements bump into your reality and redefine your old patterns of thought. It will change the way you think. And when you change the way you think, you'll be better equipped to change the way you make choices. So that is today's little devotional. And um, I'm just going to pray the prayer that's here also. So dear Lord, help me and my friends um, and whoever's listening to this to embrace and apply the truth in these go-to scripts. When I am weak, then I'm strong. I want to leave my old eating habits behind me and turn this corner for good. In Jesus' name, amen. So that is today's little devotional, and I would love to get feedback and comments from you um, in the Healthy Habits group. 
so we can kind of unpack this and see for each of us, like, where is it that we're stuck? Where do we need each other's help to get um, out of just the cycle of going round and round and round? Um, because we can. And oftentimes it's just that one step. You know, it's like when you're, you know, struggling with eating something. It's just that, you know, the next time you go to eat, you can make a better choice. You know, remember that three-bite rule. I was talking about this with um, a client the other day, you know, the three-bite rule, especially with Halloween and then the onset of the holidays coming, you really only taste the first and the third bite, your first bite and your last bite. So I instill the three-bite rule. So if it's something that you absolutely love, allow yourself three normal bites. Like if you were being videotaped, that you would be okay with someone watching you eat. Um, and if you take the first bite and it's not what you wanted it to be or not what you thought it was going to taste like and you don't really enjoy it, then you don't have to finish the other two bites. Um, just discard it, get rid of it, destroy it on your plate, pour water on it, put your napkin over it, whatever you have to do um, to just, you know, help you get there. So, you know, with Halloween coming, enjoy like a snack size Snickers or, you know, whatever your piece of candy is and, you know, keep Halloween to the day itself. Um, it's another thing that we often forget. Like Halloween is just one day, but we have, if you have kids, there's lots of events that leading up to Halloween. Um, and so just trying to remember that it's one day. And I did post on Facebook, like, when it comes to Halloween and the candy and having all of that extra around, we um, do a trunk-or-treat at church, and we do a trick-or-treat, you know, in the neighborhood. And so I let my daughter pick her 10 favorite pieces, and she gets to have those. And the rest of the candy goes in the big pot, and that's what we hand out for the trick-or-treaters. Um, we don't leave it around. Last year, I took my candy the day after Halloween to the uh, Goodwill and gave it to them. So um, I know I can't have all that sugar in my house. So just know your limits and know your limitations and be um, set goals and, you know, stick to them. But I'm here if you need me. And like I said, I would love to dig a little bit deeper into turning north when you guys get a chance to listen to this, and um, I'm looking forward to your chat in the group. Thank you so, so much. Um, I checked, I'm going to check one more time um, over on our page to see if there were any questions, but I hadn't had any questions come through uh, for this call. Nope, there's still not any there. So, um, you guys, this is your call, so feel free to um, post your questions so I can help you out and get them answered for you. I believe, let's see, I've got our next call scheduled for November 18th, and I look forward to chatting with you then. Thanks so much for your time today, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye.